One thing that shocks me as I look at the media today on how they try to make it look like that there's a slight chance that we can actually win nuclear war. And when you look at Chernobyl, the radiation is still there. They say these type of this radiation stays for thousands of years. So past multiple generations of lifetime. And there's no building, no structure in America that will be able to withstand a nuclear blast. Uh, we will all perish. These are the type of things I think about when I hear my president, Joe Biden, who I didn't vote for, go on stage and talk about nukes 24-7 and talk about nuke capabilities. I listen to these interviews, and other people should listen to them as well, too. I also listen to the speeches and the interviews of Vladimir Putin, of Zelensky, just to get an understanding fully of what these gentlemen are thinking in their minds. And I see the the contradictories 24-7 of them just picking up clips from Putin's speeches and ignoring when he mentioned that he wants to cease fire and he's ready for peace deals, which was the last speech that he said within saying that he will want to use nuclear weapons in response to our country and Ukraine's aggression. He said Western powers, but we knew that he was referring to us. And it's just constant escalation, rhetoric of escalation. Uh, a A whole bridge was bombed. That's a terrorist attack. But my media in this country glorified that because it was Ukraine. And how does that look? though, on the outside looking in, not knowing two two different countries, and one country do a terrorist attack on the bridge, how does that look? Does that make them look like the good guys as well? Or does that make things a little bit more complicated? There's a history. There's a nuance. And I am not a journalist. I'm just a podcaster. I have explained it time and time again in my way, of my own research. I'm just an activist. I don't have the funds to go out and research. And so I would love to, but I don't. So I'm just giving my truth and my truth only. And I bring on people that I feel can have a conversation with. They don't have to be right or wrong. I don't have to be right or wrong. But what is wrong is that war, there's no excuse. In my country, and our aggression towards Russia with NATO was wrong. And no matter how much we focus on Putin's leadership, whether or not he's good or bad, all I see is how we put Ukraine in a situation that many people, many families are losing their lives in with this coup that our government supported during the Obama administration that led to a civil war that no one is speaking about. Nobody in this Western hemisphere, they ignore it. 14,000 people died and it bothers me about the pick and choosing because we pick and choose to focus on leaders like Putin But we don't pick and choose to focus on countries like Saudi Arabia and Israel that is our partners. The the hypocrisy. Genocide on Palestinians is ignored. Genocide on Yemen is ignored. So I am at a crosshairs. I am not going to just pick up whatever the establishment media tells me to believe. I'm going to look deeper. And we should be fighting for peace, de-escalation in this war, holding our politicians and the media itself accountable for pushing more war because we all know it only benefits the wealthy. 
It's all about oil. It's all about building capital. It's all about sustaining U.S. hegemony. So before I play this episode, I just wanted to give my thoughts on how I felt personally. And as an activist, I will continue to be an anti-war activist. And I will continue to be a podcaster. And I don't care how many views I get. As long as I have opportunity to speak my truth, it's all that matters. Enjoy the episode. We gotta change how we live in. We gotta do better for women. We gotta do better for children. We gotta listen to victims, whether Jewish and Muslim or Christian. It doesn't matter your religion. You gotta stand against the system, or else you're just another villain. How you just sitting there chilling? Ooh. <laughs> I'm so glad to come back, guys. Like I was, I had pneumonia and. um Ooh. I was at the hospital, but I come back and Ooh. I guess there's nuclear Armageddon. That's what it says in Bloomberg. So I guess I didn't miss it. Wow. Yeah. Glad you're feeling better. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> I think. Um, you have, oh, so are you okay? I mean, I am okay. I'm on like three different uh, antibiotics. Can't mm. pronounce them all. Diloxamcillin, salclidomycinin. All kinds of stuff. And, um, I haven't gotten my voice yet. My, my voice back yet. I still feel like Ursula from The Little Mermaid. But for the most part, I I use it as a break to kind of just like, because after Joe Biden lied about student loans, I just decided that like I was just going to take a break and just like not, because the guy depresses me. He's just hmm. so depressing and I can't right. take it anymore. Hmm. And um, it was just like a coinciding of uh, pneumonia and Joe Biden Walking oh, back student yeah. loans that just like put me out, and uh, yeah. now I see that he's talking about uh, marijuana possessed, possessing and uh, possession and nuclear Armageddon. So I guess two things in the news today, and I guess John, you're 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 big on that uh, the the Russian part of it. If you could fill us in, because I really don't know anything about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, John, also, mm -hmm. can you can you talk about? how the referendum is happening um i learned that there was a hundred thousand soldiers only in russia only in ukraine and now ukraine was able to get a mass of seven hundred thousand, and they are trying to pick away the regions that were just voted in to russia mm -hmm. yeah um i think they're 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 very desperate um, you know, it's the in the southeast, the, the Lugansk People's Republic, the Donetsk People's Republic, um, Kherson, and um, the other one pronounced, yeah, it starts with a Z, <laughs> and I'll <tear laughs> I try to pronounce it. Um, but yeah, those, those regions, and I think it's about 1.5 million people that are participating in the, uh, in the vote. And it's got, they've got a thousand uh, election observers, international observers. So, you know, they, they're going to say it anyway. They're going to say it's not valid. And that, what, that's what they're saying right now um, after the vote was taken. But that's, they had uh, 450 or so polling places that were open from 8 a.m. to 10 o'clock and um, made it very easy for people to, to vote. Um, and even if you were, um, if, if you were, um, in a, in a Ukrainian controlled area in that region and you had to leave, um, you can still vote whether you're, uh, if you're from, if you're, you say you're a refugee in Russia or whatever, you still have the right to vote. If you're eight, you just have to be 18 and it's one person, one vote. Um, so I, I say all that to when the, when the, when the people in the West and the U S I say, Oh, it's not a democratic process. It's not an, it's a lot more democratic than the, the U S voting. There's no electoral college, you know, it's one person, one, vote. Nope. you know, there's no restrictions on vote. You know, you're there, you're 18, you can vote. So, um, um, and I don't know what the final result was of the vote. It was overwhelming. I mean, yeah. The, some of the polls in Donetsk said that there about 92% of the people wanted this, wanted to be a part of Russia, to join Russia. And um, 
So, and I think in the Kherson and the other region, it was kind of like in the 60s and 70% or so range or something. Those were the early polls. But, um, but anyway, it was an overwhelming majority of the people that wanted to, um, to be a part of Russia for their own security because it's a life and death right. situation right now, as I observed when I was over there. Um, so it's, it's not surprising. And then when you think about the things that um, this in Kherson, uh, they just found out uh, they got the confessions from some of these Ukrainian uh, POWs who, who, who confessed about the fact that the, they were given instructions to kill any, anybody who um, uh, it was in the liberated territories, territories where the Ukrainian military was pushed out. Um, they were, the, the civilians were being told that you better leave. Uh, don't participate in, that, in, in in anything in the government or whatever. And if you don't, we're going to kill you. And they 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 said that that was there was there were their orders to try to um, you know go in and and kill folks who were there, kill civilians. Um, so whose orders that, was that? Whose orders were those? Um, from the Ukrainian military. Uh, so Zelensky. So Zelensky. Uh, Zelensky and and mostly carried out by the neo Nazi factions, the IDAR, the Azov Battalion, Right Sector, all of those forces. Right. Um, they're the ones who are kind of sneaking in and doing the terrorist attacks using our tax weapons paid for by our tax dollars. Um, I I almost got uh, blown up by one of those weapons when I was in Lugansk, actually. Oh my God! <laughs> one of those shells. Um, and it was close by to an apartment building that we were in when we were interviewing some refugees in Rubisny. Um, so I, it just kind of made me think, wow, I just, I, uh, uh, th that's a weapon that I paid for. <laughs> so I want to know if I ever see Joe Biden and, uh, and folks, I want to thank them personally for, you know, for uh, not having such great aim or something. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> Six hundred million dollars, I believe, last 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 week we gave in addition for 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 military armaments. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's uh, right in the top of six months. Seventy billion dollars in the past six months they spent, um, and up to you know this like uh, I think about a month ago or so, a few months ago when when uh, Anthony Blinken went over there, he gave another two point eight billion dollars and things. Blinken. Um, it's, yeah, it's just they just keep on pouring this money in, and I think six just sixteen point five billion dollars is about the gross domestic product of ninety eight countries combined, and this, this is the greatest single transfer of arms in the history of the United States, and and you know it, it started back in two thousand and four, right? Uh, and you know, John, before we get mm -hmm. into that part, I wanted to mm -hmm. explain to the viewers on how important that the the rhetoric of them saying that this referendum is not valid but mm -hmm. they allow Israel to go to the Golan the Golan Heights and turn that into Trump Heights they allow all their allies to go around and just grab territory for the Saudis apparently something lately huh? what, except, for the Saudis. except for the Saudis apparently lately that's also going on in Bloomberg Bloomberg is like I don't know if you guys watch the mainstream media news or whatnot, but well, I was trying to come up with some bits of things, and like they are they are bloodthirsty. I mean, they want us to bomb every single place. China, the as you know, Jamara, the right wing is all up in the grill of China, which, by the way, worst worst communists ever, worst communists ever. Um, Biden should hit Saudi Arabia where it really hurts. This is in Bloomberg today. And this is right after we gave six hundred million dollars. Uh, they they report on on Tuesday, an additional six hundred million dollars to Ukraine and their armaments there. So not only do, should we continue funding this war uh, from Ukraine, but we should also hit Saudi Arabia where it hurts. I don't know what they did uh, that would offend us because they did a Yemeni's genocide. That didn't seem to hurt hurt Bloomberg's feelings. Yeah, no, yeah, and now the mainstream media is all up in arms, guys, like about how we should hit every place. Breitbart yeah, talking really about something. hitting China. It's, and it's, you know, it's interesting the, stories. Yeah. The um, speaking of Zelensky and nuclear weapons and so the international uh, uh, oh god, the International Atomic Energy Agency just went on October sixth. Well, yesterday uh, they went to uh, the the head of it. Uh, the guy's name's Grossi something grossy um uh the head of he went to um basically um support 
Zelensky in Ukraine and went and met with him and and um, and said basically, you know, that um, after this referendum that that occurred and the people overwhelmingly voted to be a part of the Russian Federation, um, so you'd think that everything on that territory belongs to those people in, in, in that region, the Donbass region. Um, but he's saying, no, 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 the, the nuclear power plant, that belongs to Ukraine. And you know, in spite of the yeah. fact that the, the same day, earlier on in the day, Zelensky had said that he was for, a, he was asking NATO to do a preemptive strike against yep. Russia. <laughs> Start World War Three. Yeah, he's like, so this is the kind of person that should be in charge of of, of a nuclear facility. Uh, and, Sounds and person, just like the mainstream media. Honestly. Yeah, <laughs> the, the person who allows, <laughs> allows Nazi terrorists. I mean, it's like ice. I, people talk about ISIS, but these yeah. folks are worse than ISIS. These nuclear, they, they are these pro Nazi, openly Nazi forces, uh, and, and they're the ones who are controlling many, maybe even most of the military in the Ukraine officially, uh, especially in the Donbass region, they're the ones who are in control of the Ukrainian military in the Donbass region. And these are the ones who are going to be holding these nuclear weapons. And so this IAE person, the, so the international, it's a UN agency and people think it's, uh, it's, it's, it's objective and all that, but it's not. I mean, they've shown mm -hmm. because they refuse to, to investigate or ask for the file, nuclear files from Israel or any other uh, imperialist country. They only go after the targets of U.S. imperialism. And so it, it shows their hypocrisy. But the, you know, the thing about the um, nuclear thing that's even scarier too is this guy that's nominated by, um, and uh, what's his name? I forgot what his name, but he's being nominated to, uh, uh, to head the uh, organization, that strategic organization that's gonna handle the U.S. nuclear arms and he's saying you know get ready i want i want to start deploying these nuclear weapons that's one thing he's saying but he's also said that china um threatening china and saying if china uses conventional weapons to maintain their sovereignty uh, in taiwan th that uh he's willing to do a, a first strike a nuclear strike against them too so we've got all of these things Imagine. and they're really threatened by china they're this war against uh against uh, Russia, the proxy war against Russia is both against Russia and China because they're big threats to the U.S. economically, not militarily. I mean, they are they are a military power, but but they're 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 upset about the fact that, you know, they they can't sell the oil the way they want to and they can't um, they don't to 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 get a break on U.S. oil prices. But they also these loans that China is giving to especially continents like Africa and Latin America, which stopped their dependency on the IMF and the World Bank, and that's a big deal, and allow them to build up their own infrastructure. Um, to, so that, that, that's gonna cost a lot of money for, for US imperial and Western imperialism. They don't want these folks to be, to, to not to take off the chains of these IMF loans and the interest rates and all those kinds of things. They want them to be dependent and not have their own infrastructure and sovereignty. But uh, China and Russia actually as well are, are facilitating that, that changeover against, um, against imperialism. So that's one of the main reasons they're, and they're willing to do anything against them. We'll use nuclear weapons against them, we'll do whatever. Well, Look, Jack. Like, there's gonna there's a new world order out there, Jack. You gotta yeah. leave. You gotta leave. Yeah, I mean, what what I so what I just don't understand is that you know the statement that China's this is a sovereign nation, and there this is a sovereign uh, island of China. So if if China tries what they have been doing for years is trying to you know unify unify in a slow process. But what's making the process uh, accelerate is the U.S. trying to get involved with the regime that's there in Taiwan. And we could go about the history of how they're there and all that stuff like that. But the fact of the matter is this goes against the one China policy. And you're, you're and people have to see and read in between. Read like what, what Roger Walters says all the time. Read, read, read. Mm -hmm. Read your history about this. It's aggression it's war that is 
that is against the Chinese people. The Chinese people do not want this. The Chinese people never ask for this. Mm -hmm. And just like how the people of Ukraine never ask for this, because we want this, because we fear U.S. We fear our U.S. hegemony, and I'm talking about the government, not us. The the government wants this because they fear the loss of their power. Um, when you look at, for instance, why Crimea left and voted in to join Russia, it was a slum. They were treated, they were treated as a ghetto. They didn't get the services that they were supposed to have from Ukraine. Ukraine treated them as an other. That's why they left. Now when you look at Crimea, the roads are back up, the infrastructure is better. And this is what Lugansk and Dugansk wants as well in Zaporizhia. But my my only my only issue is that what we're seeing now is just a huge escalation and no one is talking about peace except for us, the, the socialists and the progressives. No one's talking about how these guys should de-escalate instead of re instead of escalate. Putin Zelensky, Biden, they all need to sit down and have a conversation. Putin's literally said in the last speech he wants peace. Yeah. But no no one heard that. <laughs> yeah. Nobody and, heard that part. <laughs> and it's so doc it's been documented over and over. I mean, since 2015, they had the Minsk II agreements, and that was a ceasefire right. agreement. And um, the, you know, they 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 was violated over and over again. And we know since 2014 that the 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 regime in I call it a regime the regime in Ukraine is a puppet regime of the United States. I mean, 2014 they overthrew the democratic government, and then after that they they changed the laws and they they made it illegal for socialists and communists to even exist. They burnt them alive in the Odessa. Uh, trade union fires. Um, so the opposition, once they got rid of all the opposition, <laughs> then they said, oh, let's have democratic free elections. And people are saying, oh, Zelensky, it was a democratic election. Uh, yeah, if you don't count the, um, you know, all the people who were were wiped out or, and not able to participate, especially the communist and socialist organizations, they weren't able to. So th it's, it's, it really shows, um, you know, this, this hypocrisy of the United States um, saying it's a democracy and, and, and all of that. Um, I kind of lost my train of thought. Oh, man. <laughs> um, I have the connection issue. But, there, but on this, on the issue of the, um, on the, the, the Taiwan and, and things like that, it's really interesting that, you know, it, just a little bit of history and, and during the, cause this, the Shanghai communique that they had in 1979 with Nixon and, and, um, basically the, to say, you know, China and and Taiwan is part of China and thing. And the last communique on, uh, under the Reagan administration, the reactionary Reagan administration in 1982, he said, quote, respect for each other's sovereignty and territorial integrity and non-interference in each other's internal affairs constitute the fundamental principles guiding China and U.S. relations. The U.S. government attaches great importance to its relations with China and reiterates that it has no intention of infringing on Chinese sovereignty and territorial integrity, are interfering in China's internal affairs, are pursuing a policy of two Chinas, or one China, or one Taiwan. And, and, um, and they also they also mentioned that the arms sales to Taiwan would diminish to nothing eventually, and that didn't really happen. But that was the attitude and the perception of and uh, of intent towards China. And now they're about they just turned 180 when Nancy Pelosi went over there with the, her armada and all the military. They they changed it 180 degrees, and that's under a Democratic administration. So it's like some of you know folks talking about the Republicans are bad. Man, the Democrats, we we can't live with either one of these folks. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, and that and that is the point. Yeah. <laughs> so no, no, so, go, ahead, go ahead, Tom. How do you feel about that? Because I already know you feel something about that. I mean, <laughs> like Nancy Pelosi, why, first of all, why was she there? We don't even know why she was there. We don't even know why she was there, guys. The mainstream media won't even talk about why she's there because they don't care. They just want to push war. That's all they want to do. They want to push so much war, and it's because of the military-industrial complex. It's because of those. It's because of Raytheon, Boeing, the military-industrial complex, guys. It's because of Wall mm -hmm. Street and the banks. And while we're talking about, you know, while we're talking about foreign policy here, 
you know, on my show, we, John, we like to talk about domestic policy and it all fits together how this guy's going to lie about student loans and now he's, he's going to walk back a percentage because Goldman Sachs and JP Morgan, you got to call from Jamie Dimon. Oh, it's too much. People are getting confused. Mm-hmm. When pe- when I'm confused because I just thought we, we, we spent $2 billion in Ukraine and now I read in the New York Times that we're spending $600 million more. And like the the Republicans have a point, but like you said, you know, uh, America America first. But they're they're already going on with with China and this one and this one China policy, which the right wing refuses to read any. They refuse to read anything. They refuse to read dictionaries. They refuse to read <laughs> the War Powers Acts. They refuse to read treaties. They refuse to read. Period. They read Mein Kampf. So, yeah, they read Mein Kampf, right? <laughs> they do, right? Just so they know. That's what does Biden look like these days, too. No? <laughs> I mean, it's just wacky, two-dimensional. It's like they call three-dimensional chess. This is a little two-dimensional <laughs> insanity, honestly. I don't know what kind of three-dimensional what it is. It's just absolute partisan pandering on, on the domestic side and then just corruption going on on the foreign policy side. Yeah. And like you just said, John, it's the Democrats Republicans. Mm. That's what they do. I mean, like you're saying, domestically, I, I look in California at the gas price. Gas prices are seven dollars a gallon in in in, gal- in California right now. Seven dollars per gallon is crazy, um, and and you know people, it's it's and that that channels down to everything else. The rents, the rent uh, stabilization programs in California that we're in are now about to go away. So we already got a huge homeless cities of homeless people. So that's going to make that worse. The food problem. It's just uh, people are drowning in these prices and these food. And, right. and Biden's doing nothing about it. People are dying nothing. from the hurricane in Puerto Rico and <laughs> yes. places, and he's doing nothing about it. And so it's <laughs> like and then you got the immigration situation where immigrants are being kidnapped. And then and, and, and so but Biden just he just keeps spending more money for the Ukraine. That's all. Yeah. That's all he cares oh, about. That's all he cares. He's a one pound politician his one he was spending money in the ukraine joe mar he's spending money in the ukraine before his president though remember that remember he oh, sent yeah. his son to an energy board in ukraine yeah. mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Done, this is his whole thing i don't understand why the liberals can't see it they've become more and more retarded as time goes by and they don't like me saying that word but there's another word to describe the liberal word. mentality but Tommy. retarded <laughs> they're they're uh i don't know if you can say sociopaths they have no conscience <laughs> no it's, empathy it's, that part in the brain, yeah, it's 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 something, but it's <laughs> but a lot of the money was started in two thousand and four, when they when they were paying for all these NGOs and the um, George Soros George Soros's open open something open I forgot the name of his thing, uh, but the NG, he sponsors the NGOs and National Endowment for Democracy, USAID, and <laughs> all those forces were getting billions of dollars to foment a civil war. And then in 2014, then Blackwater stepped in. The folks who who were shooting black people when they were coming over the trying to escape the flood, um, now they're going to academy. Uh, and then they they were getting military training, and then that's when they became the military force and things like that. So it's a, but it's it's interesting how they're using the same playbook of provocation on China that they did with Russia. They for the last 20 years, you know, NATO's been expanding it doubled in the last 20 years and they they surrounded ukraine like a noose and and then they um you know they in feb they still didn't get russia to do what they wanted them to do so then in february um in february 15th they used to bomb uh the military ukrainian military used to bomb the Donbass region about 70 bombs a day and by the 22nd they've got it up to 1400 bombs per day bombings per day of the region and then they had the 150,000 troops ready to go in and slaughter the people of uh, of the Donbass region and that's why they asked for they asked the russian government to come in and protect their children's lives they asked that and they had a right, right. to ask and in russia you know they frankly they had a right to to um, protect themselves as well from this Nazi threat that was growing, and, and people, some people will say, "Well, it wasn't really a Nazi threat." But well, yeah. okay, think consider the it like in the, Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> like, and speaking of domestically, I was just in Buffalo a few weeks ago, uh, where the the killer, the the white supremacist killer, shot ten people in the top yeah. supermarket there. 
and you know he was he was he was uh wearing the azov battalion symbol and he said he was influenced by the guy in new zealand who was part of uh who was com in communication with the azov battalion from ukraine um so there's a whole network of white supremacists that are being encouraged by these folks in the ukraine who are getting u.s money and all, all and all that stuff is going on but isn't it um, weird how they they they're always talking about Dahmer and they're always talking about the serial killers of the old days Mm -hmm. You know, and they're but like these this guy tops, he literally did a most horrendous more than Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer was a quiet eater mm -hmm. compared to this guy who strapped on a camera to his head like a video game and killed all these yep. people. Yeah. Where are the interviews? Where yeah. are the interviews where he they say he is inspired about uh, whoever they're keeping it quiet? They're keeping it yeah, quiet all quiet. of these people's inspirations. They're talking about Jeffrey Dahmer and, and uh, Manson to this day, but they're not going to talk about these new guys who are completely influenced by Azov Battalion and all this. Yeah, and they're in, they're embarrassed because the Azov Battalion they they encourage young people to go out and do these types of things and then they record do. it on social media. Yeah, and uh, you know that they have already found out that seventeen thousand people have gone through Ukraine to get military training. Uh, white supremacists. 17,000 yeah. and then come back and then and then use that. I mean, I was on Facebook and I was able in like two or three clicks to get to the um, uh, the recruiting um, um, recruiting uh, station on YouTube that Azov Battalion had. So they're given free reign in Facebook to recruit. And, you know, it's it's really it's, it's amazing. Thank you, um, Zuck. Thank you. Yeah. No, yeah, what we need to know. do, guys, as private journalists, I was telling Jamar about this because I don't get, I don't really know what Biden's doing. I think he's a liar. And until I see the actual documentation, until I see what's going on, and we need to keep, we need to push this ourselves, uh, what exactly they're trying to hide. We need to, I, I, it's high time that I probably am going to look into calling or getting into touch with these people and, and, and giving in writing, like who influenced them and publishing that myself because mm -hmm. the mainstream media is too busy pushing war and they're not interested. So yeah. it's, it's high time that we go off. Like we need to get, we need to veer to another, you know, highway. We need to take yeah. the loop, guys. Yeah, uh, yeah. you're going to call the Russian bot very soon, like me. Just going to warn you. I mean, yeah, I've already called right? so many things. So I don't you know. The, there's a diplomat in Ireland, Irish diplomat, who just made a uh, statement in the an address to the United Nations, and she was uh, really upset. She was saying, "You can call me up." Putin this or Putin that and try to excuse yeah. this. But what you're doing, you're she's talking to Europeans. What you're yeah. doing is you're pushing us towards World War Three, And so it's like, yeah, she was really upset about it. And you are talking about Claire Daly. Uh, wow. Yeah, I think it's Daly. Uh-huh. Yeah. I I'm not sure the name. Right. No, I just heard it. I, I just heard it, uh, but I didn't get the name of the person, but. So, yeah, yeah, she's a fiery speaker. I I I, walk, I, I uh, follow her on Twitter and look, listen to her speeches. She airs them out on a lot of things, and they don't like it. You see them slam their fists on the table. They just got the most angriest face. They're like, I can't wait Objection. to find you. <laughs> Ireland, <laughs> Ireland is just one of those countries that I would love to visit. You know, I, hey, hey, guess what? Ireland has abortion rights, guys. Did you, did you know that? We don't have abortion rights. Look, so. look, <laughs> look Jack. Roe v. Wade. Joe Biden is still saying that Roe v. Wade is on the ballot. Like, someone get this guy some medicine. <laughs> Roe v. Wade doesn't exist anymore, Joe. You fucking idiot. Oh my god. They had, <laughs> they had 50 years to make a bill to make it to protect women against these 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 idiots. But but they didn't do it. Democrats didn't do it. They just let it go. The enablers. And if we, so how about this? How about Fall with Joe 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 2024? Is that what we're doing? He's not <laughs> yeah, DeSantis. I guess oh, it depends on whether you like how you like to get killed. Do you want to get killed with a knife to the neck or a knife to the stomach? One's either faster. Way, either way, Lindsey Graham's going to nuke us off. So, <laughs> hopefully, our movement, our our anti-war, and our all our our forces forces are come to recognize that we can't we can't support either one of these crazy. We have to have we have to use our power. Uh, use the power of the working class, uh, like the, the labor right. power of the working class. So the, use our power to change things and not rely on these politicians. And, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing what we can do when we unify. Um, 
and it's been done before. And that's I think that's one of the big lessons of this of what's going on right now. They will take us over the cliff of World War Three if we allow them. We can't allow these reckless right. folks to, to 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 kill our children and kill other people's children around the world. It's now's the time from climate change to all this stuff. I mean. Remember, climate change used to be, oh, my God, we, we only got 10 years left. We got this. And now nobody's talking about that. Now it's, you know, we right. got to protect Taiwan. And, but, but they're doing the same, the same strategy of provocation against uh, China that they're doing against Russia. We're going to go in. We're going to foment some civil war crap in Taiwan. And then when they have forced to respond, then we're going to, you know, then the U.S. is going to try to go in the same tricks. But. Right now, they're being they 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 which is why they blew up the the Nord Stream pipeline. Is there have been so many demonstrations like France, Moldova, a lot of places in Europe. There've been like seventy thousand people demonstrating because of gas prices and right. inflation and things like that. And they there some people were saying we want the Nord Stream pipeline that and and then all of a sudden they got blown up somehow. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, John, uh, like that's, that's a very um, about, honestly, that's so important be because, like, they had they don't cover it, they don't cover the big protests. The up there's a lot of people that have been out in the streets, um, all over Europe, and you even hear from Biden and the and, and the 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 weak chancellor of germany himself he's nothing like angela merkel when she was in office she literally told biden we're doing north stream too and she told trump the same thing she was a strong leader i didn't agree with her on a lot of things because i'm a socialist but still though that was a strong leadership to say we're doing our own thing self-determination you could fall the hell back then she leaves this guy gets in office you hear him all the time we are going to stand in, in solidarity as one we're going to do exactly what we can to stop the aggression of Russia. Exactly. It, it is a new your pipeline. How much money did y'all put into that? 30 something right. billion dollars with Germany right. and Russia. You why would you waste your own money for us? We're gonna put you in a hole. We're gonna make you sell, we're gonna sell you that liquid gas, and then everybody's gonna freeze. They said they said the Germans froze in Moscow. Now the Germans are gonna freeze in Germany. That's what's gonna yeah. happen this, this winter. That's what's that's gonna right. happen this winter, and that's because. It's Y'all literally, literally are like just uh, it, it, it me. They're, they're, they're shooting themselves in the foot, agreeing with this. They're shooting themselves in the foot. Why mm -hmm. would you just let this country put this whole continent in turmoil? That whole yeah. you know, part of me as being black, look, half the majority of y'all was colonizers, so maybe you need to learn your lesson now. <laughs> But other than that, the working people, yeah, yeah I mean, the working folks are upset about this. Yeah, they, right. all over the all over the world. So that's a yeah, good they're point. not showing it. They're not, I was I was just looking for some of the, the some of the places that were Moldova is really interesting too because they're they they're a part of these huge demonstrations that are going on because I think in 2016 they actually stopped a um, military exercise, NATO military exercises. The people just stopped it. They didn't want to have anything to do with uh, with, with NATO. And so even though right. the Western government does kind of wants it to do it, but, you know, it, if Moldova doesn't play ball the way the U.S. wants them to play ball, that could be right. a big problem in this war for, for the U.S. So, yeah. And we know, guys, people are listening. The reason why the reason why that I continue to bring on voices like this is because no one else is giving John Parker a spot on CNN or <laughs> or a spot on Fox News or anywhere else. I mean, I'll give Fox News their prop for letting Aaron Matei on or Jimmy Doris. We're getting on you because you sit here and you try to say, oh, I want everyone to be free and, ha and have their own rights. But, and, you, and, and then you go and vote for Hillary Clinton. It's that had how many women die overseas? To talk how to many the women at this point? We really do just need to do what John says is to, and to organize. It's a fool's errand to talk. Yeah, right. Either of these crazed partisan puppets of the puppets of the rich, mm -hmm. they are long past not saving, not worth saving. I there's, that's the thing about us progressives is that we still believe that we can reason with partisan puppets of the puppets of the rich. And I think that they're roaches, and we should have called an exterminator a long time ago. <laughs> and that well, you just would have to come to that conclusion, guys. 
So, uh, but John, I, I do, uh, I have a doctor's appointment, so I have to go, but is there, if there's any way I can uh, help you out with your campaign or whatnot, because what you're saying is the right prescription. And we guys, we have to look beyond the partisan uh, politics. Well, in, in California, they, they, they have a neat trick that they don't have anywhere else in the country, I don't think. It's a, you have to, you go through the primaries and whoever the top two, and it doesn't matter what party you're in, the, the, the top two vote getters, they're the ones that continue on to November. Right, choice voting. So, yeah. Since I wasn't one of the top two, I got 105,000 votes, but, but wow. I wasn't the top two. So that's the way they can stop a Democratic election. Because why shouldn't everybody be able to get into the, the main election? So that's the way they keep us out in California. Uh, so it's, it's really. But you still got 100,000 votes. That's dope. Yeah, 105,000. <laughs> that's fucking dope. So hey, Jamar John, take care. I've got to go. But uh, well, yeah, take, take care you. of yourself. Take care of that. I will. Thank you for coming on. Tommy. <laughs> We're about to wrap up soon. We as need well, you. too. Um, yeah, that's that, that's 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 awesome that you were able to get that many votes. Um, did anybody give you shit about that, by the way? Because I remember when I helped out with the Green Party, the Democrats gave me a lot of shit for taking two thousand votes. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, that wasn't. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't do that. That not this time. But I'm sure they'll. <laughs> when I get when I get a little more, maybe they will. But uh, but they're, they 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 kind of don't want to talk about it because they're embarrassed to talk about anything because i was the campaign i was really talking about the war and how it affects domestically and stuff but they don't really want to talk about the facts about the war uh, you know especially right. this yeah it's 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 really and it's really this world war three thing is something else i mean if you think about the fact Syria. that Russia lost 27 million people fighting against the, the nazis and now they're trying to vilify them in 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 tv shows and all this so they're trying to vilify them but um but it, it, it's imagine if Biden said um, decided that he was going to um, uh, uh, what was the first thing that they did the the, the, the he was going to have a buildings alone to a, a Nazi openly Nazi grouping and in this building they would uh, you know indoctrinate young people and they they'd uh, have a library where they'd have books like Mein Kampf and other things and downstairs they have a little gift shop where they show have t-shirts with SS on them and the keychains with SS and those kinds of things and then and and then he uh, had statues all over the country he started putting up statues and with collab uh, with the nazi collaborators with hitler's hitler's collaborators and just put them up right. all over the country the statues and, and then he also you know how we say abolish the police and things well he abolishes the police but replaces them with nazi uh uh battalions and now that's exactly what's going on in ukraine with not one iota of exaggeration they replaced their entire police force with openly Nazi forces like IDAR, Azov, and all of them. They have building a building for Azov Battalion, a huge four-story building where they indoctrinate the youth in Nazi propaganda. And um, they have statues of Stefan Bandera and other collaborators of the Nazis. Steve. And then people will say, well, it's not really a big Nazi problem there. <laughs> well, you ask the people in Odessa uh, who were burned to death, by these Nazis, whether there's a Nazi problem in Ukraine, and you know the whole world knows there is, and they're driving us towards another World War III. So it's it's time for the anti-war movement to come together and, and exactly stop this shit, and they can stop it. You know, in California, we we know there's a how the immigration struggle happened in 2006, and when they took that horrible Sensenbrenner bill, that racist bill, and they destroyed it without voting for anybody, they just all they did for one day, they withheld their labor. And that's all it took for, to, for the corporations to lose billions of dollars. And that bill just disappeared. So we've got the power. We just got to come together and use it. Right. And I was the, 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 uh, the oligarchs and the 1%, they got smart. They realized that we didn't like the idea of our people going overseas to fight their wars. So now the new plan is that. Yeah, I was just saying that, like, I think the anti-war movement was more focused on um, our troops going overseas, and they're now they're not seeing the impact of how we're doing proxy wars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and it's also important that we, you know, we're, we're taught, we're taught to be, we're taught arrogance in this country. Um, 
and we put more trust in our own corporate media, which 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 has proven itself from from the Lusitania to the Gulf of Tonkin to weapons of mass destruction. All these record papers of record have proven that they lie, especially during imperialist war. But people will look at something from TASS or they look at something from uh, when we were fighting against Gaddafi in Libya and the official right. Libyan paper or Syrian paper, and they'll say, oh, that can't be true. I, I don't even want to listen to it. And we've had everybody from the Donbass region and uh, from the Donbass region, from Belarus, from uh, from Russia, uh, that said that that this is a big problem. The U.S. Uh, support they are massacring us in the Donbass region, and these Nazi forces are real. They 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 in fact Belarus officials and the journalists, the folks in the Donbass region. Um, and uh, and other places and many and other countries, they say that this is a Nazi. They consider it a Nazi regime, and the anti-war movement here will say, no, no, it's just two percent in the middle in the parliament and all that. Well, they shouldn't. Yeah, be there. I've heard that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and and it's a, it's it's a little bit of arrogance that we have to we have to listen to the people that are there, and listen to what they're saying, and then see if there's any evidence for that. And when I went over there. I found lots of evidence of that, and um, so we we our anti-war movement has to really help be in solidarity to stop this and not allow them the excuses to to, mm -hmm. to say plague on both your houses that both folks are responsible because that just right. just melts away the 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 opposition to the war. So we just got to be clear. And you're going back next month. Uh actually. We may be doing another trip, and um, uh, hopefully it's going to happen. Um, but um, it's it's kind of close. I'm, we're trying to kind of keeping it close to my chest for a little bit because we <laughs> we got some other people that may be going. But um, we'll know in a couple of weeks, and we'll we'll shout it out to the <laughs> to everybody. <laughs> but hopefully, oh, okay. yeah, hopefully we're going to do another trip and and and. and uh, just expose this stuff. Now the big thing is going to be exposing the refer that the referendum was an actual referendum of the people of the Dunbass region uh, and Kerrison and the other place I can't pronounce which starts with a Z. Um, uh, Zaporuja, I think. <laughs> is is Zakaz? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Pat, the education in the United States isn't that good, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so because now they're calling it an, an annexation. It's a yeah. it's a grab. I was just looking at Wikipedia. Now this is a brutal grab from te Russian terror. Again, they're not listening to the people. The 1.5 million people that voted, the people in the Donbass region, they're not listening to them. But nope. they, that's what they did. And then when they don't listen to them, it justifies the military doing what they did after 2014, going in and using tanks to massacre civilians. Uh, I saw so many homes that look like Swiss cheese after the, oh the, the, the tanks from the Ukrainian military had done their jobs. So that's what they're just using. They're not going to respect the referendum, the people's voice, and they're, instead they're going to answer it with more military things. But um, hopefully the international community can can stand up and say no and stop these wars. And I definitely want to say, be careful, brother, because oh, yeah. I, I hear about that blacklist and all that shit that goes on. And oh, a, lot, yeah. a lot of Americans don't know about that. They don't know that, that the government has an issue uh, blacklist of people that they want assassinated. And it's a oh, lot yeah. of journalists. It's oh, a yeah. lot of journalists. They don't hear that here. Yeah, especially, and if you mention it, they say it's conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> especially if you're black on the blacklist, then you're really in trouble. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. yeah it's, it's that's why they call it a blacklist <laughs> but, yeah it's but you know the when the people the when the people uh when, when you get out there you're active like you are and you know your organization and stuff and when, when anti-war organizations are active they're out there in the streets and um don't let themselves get isolated then they they they're a little bit careful about who they pick on in that terms, because they don't want to highlight what they're trying to make everybody forget. So, right. So that's that's a, the more active we are, the more protected we are as activists. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Ain't that ain't that the damn truth? Mm-hmm. Right. Should not be like that. Now they learned. They knew that, mm-hmm. that it was going to cause more issues. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Well, you know what, John? I want to thank you so much for coming on, brother. And you are yeah. definitely welcome. You're a friend of the show. We'd love to have oh, you nice. again later on down the line and stuff. Oh, um, and um, uh, we'll definitely uh, keep in touch. Uh, you know, this uh, the, the I saw this great statement from the U.S. Peace Council a while ago. And so, you know, the the anti-war forces got to come together and, you know, we can, we're, we're, we're real powerful when we come together and fight together. Right. That, that's great. You know, they had, uh, when you say the, uh, the Peace Council, they had um, one of the ambassadors from Cuba um, come to New Haven uh, not too long ago, about three weeks oh. ago. Oh, yeah. okay. Our city was the first city in Connecticut to uh, vote to... Uh, end the Cuban embargo and oh, be man. pro more relations with Cuba, which right. I'm very happy that New Haven did that. <laughs> yeah, that's so important. Yeah. 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 We're, so we're there's a sentiment going on. I would say New Haven is definitely building, coming slowly coming back to that anti-war idea. And and I hope this sticks because mm. it wasn't like that before the pandemic. There was some issues. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks to you all, you, you, you know, you changed it, made it change, you know, but yeah, definitely. All right, John, I'm gonna let you go. My good brother and comrade, um, thank you so much for coming on and everybody as well. Please like, share, subscribe. If you like the content that you're hearing, um, and have a very, very good day. Have a good day, John. Thanks, comrade. Thanks. Blank period, yeah. I'm a black, brown, and indigenous. Gotta holla if you really feeling this. Gotta holla if you really real enough. Other rappers is delirious. Yeah, it's really that serious. Better holla if you really feeling me. I gotta keep it a hundred. Ayy, if you don't like it, then fuck it. Ayy, we gonna win in the end. Yeah, we gonna live in abundance. I gotta keep it a hundred. Ayy, if you don't like it, then fuck it. Ayy, we gonna win in the end. We gonna, we gonna, we gonna, I gotta give it a hundred, we gotta stop all the stunting, you know we coming from nothing, yo you talking about money you bluffing, we gotta do something different, we gotta change how we living, we gotta do better for women, we gotta do better for children, we gotta listen to victims, whether Jewish and Muslim or Christian, it doesn't matter your religion, you gotta stand against the system, or else you just another villain. How you just sitting there chilling?